0: If you celebrate the 4th of July, I hope you had a happy one, and today is the day after. You might still be celebrating. And today, I'm bringing you an encore episode of one of my favorite interviews I had with Brittany Levine. You might know Brittany. She's on TV all the time. You can see her on so many shows. She does amazing style and shopping segments, and we did a whole episode about how to find your style. So many of you come to me and just feel confused about what is your style when it comes to your home, and I think it's not so much that you don't know what it is, but you're afraid of it or afraid to step into it in your home. We all know what we like, so in this episode, Brittany and I give you some great tips on how to tap into your style, how to mix the highs and lows, how to really feel comfortable doing what feels good for you. So I really hope you enjoy it. It's one of my all time favorites and give Brittany a follow on Instagram too. You can see all the great things she does. She curates all kinds of special collections for various times a year for fashion, a little bit for home, lifestyle. She's got it all. So I hope you enjoy this episode as much as I did. Take care. I'd love to start today's episode with a quote from Diane von Furstenberg. Style is something each of us already has. All we need to do is find it. So come along on this journey with us today, and let's help find your style and feel confident about it. You're
1: listening to Welcome Home to the Suburbs. Designing a new home to be your family's sanctuary can feel impossible during the stress of moving. In this podcast, interior designer Jill Kalman shares practical advice, design wisdom, and lifestyle tips for anyone moving to a new home. You'll learn all about the psychology of a well designed
0: home and how to survive the move and thrive in your new life. Say goodbye to overwhelm and hello to a home you love to come back to every single time. Here's your host, Jill Kalman. So, today I have with me style and trend expert, Brittany Levine. Brittany is surrounded by the hottest must have fashion, beauty, and lifestyle trends 24 hours a day. She has a keen eye for uncovering the next big thing. She's always eager to share her latest discoveries and prides herself on providing every viewer with a segment that highlights items that are easily accessible, on-trend, and provide the best bang for their buck. Brittany has appeared on NBC's Today Show, Wendy Williams, E! News, Extra, Inside Edition, QVC, and more. Brittany is passionate about helping to launch new businesses and products across fashion, beauty lifestyle, and entertainment. Brittany also co-hosts Be My Neighbor podcast with her real-life New York neighbor, Bevan Prince. So today, I'd like to welcome Brittany, and we are going to talk all things about style. And what is style? What is it really? How do you define it for yourself? How do you feel comfortable and confident with your own style? So here we go. Hey, Brittany, I am so happy to have you on the podcast today. Welcome. Hi, Jill. I'm so happy
1: to be with you today as well. I know being back in the suburbs, it's definitely different for me, but I'm in my hometown and I honestly could not be more grateful to be here and to be here with you.
0: Yeah, it's so great. We actually met in our hometowns through a connection through fashion. And so it's really cool to have you here. You know, in the intro, I told people a little bit about you, but give us a brief introduction to what you do and a little bit about yourself to start.
1: Sure. So I've had an interesting background. I actually started in PR and then was able to transition from being a fashion, beauty, and lifestyle publicist and took what I knew into television. And I had already been putting a lot of the products that I represented. On TV through my clients and booking them on various morning show programs, and because of those relationships that I had developed with a lot of the producers, I started going on the shows myself and just kind of putting together and producing my own segments. So I'm considered a style and trend expert. I guess that's the title that's been deemed. <laughs> but yep. over the years, it's funny when everyone deems himself an expert. You know, why is she an expert? But Through that, I started working with Marie Claire, hosting a show for them called The Fix, appearing on a lot of these morning shows that I'm sure all of your listeners love and watch every morning from the Today Show to Good Morning America, Wendy Williams, and then also going on QVC and getting a chance to work in both the fashion and home department. I was with Catherine Zeta-Jones, had a home line for over a year called Casa Zeta-Jones, worked with Barefoot Dreams, I will be working with two new great brands coming out in July, starting off in July. I can't say yet, but very excited also in the home department. So yeah, I've really sort of grown my career in the TV industry in that way. And it's a different day every day, but really fun for sure.
0: Yeah, it's great. And, you know, I do see you on TV and, you know, keep in touch with you through social media. And what is great is that, you know, you do both personal fashion style and things with the home. And so I've really been wanting to do an episode about personal style, what really defines it, what it really is, and also the relationship between fashion and home because they really interplay together. And so I wanted to start the conversation maybe by talking about what you think the relationship between fashion and home is, maybe the synergy between the two or where they might overlap.
1: Totally. Well, and also I'm at that point right now where I've been living in New York for over, it's like 12 years now, really crazy. And in, in the city, my family is from my hometown in Westport and going back and forth. And I'm, I'm at that point where I'm looking into homes. My husband and I are trying to decide where we want to live. And it's it's all very exciting, but also daunting as well. So yes. I get yes. where a lot of people have those design issues and they come to me. Well, how do we decide? So I'm in all of that too. So I just think it's really cool that both fashion and home, the relationship is really symbiotic, right? Because your home is a reflection of your personal style and fashion, and it's become so accessible. So whether you like to dress more boho, more eclectic, maybe that's how your home is represented too. And if you're someone sure. that right, and if you're someone that is likes to dress a little bit more on the preppy side. Maybe that takes place in your home and in your patterns and your prints. So I really think that there's a major overlap and a major synergy between the two. And it's all about how you express yourself through not only what you wear, but also how you design. And it's also how you want it to look. I think a lot of people get stuck in oh, it should look a certain way because this is how the catalog looks or this is how the Instagram picture looks. But really it's a personal reflection of you and how you put yourself out there and what you like. So I really think it's symbiotic and and they work together because they just go together. And I now as almost you know, wanting to invest in my own home and and get into all of that, it's something that I want to work all of my personal fashion elements into my home because I love it. And I want to see yeah. it there.
0: Completely. And, you know, it's funny because in the design world, a lot of us might start with a new client. And one of the things we do in the beginning is we might ask them to look at some of the things in their closet or have them pull out like five favorite things in their wardrobe because that has always been a good sign of colors they like, textures they like, and style. So that is a really good point. And then we also see so many high fashion brands overlap into interiors with fabrics like Missoni, you know, like Armani, like Laura Piana. So there's that overlap as well, where you see fashion designers actually designing for the home as well as, you know, for personal fashion, which is so interesting. Definitely. And furniture too.
1: I know Jennifer Fisher is doing a big line with CB2. Jason Wu has always been, you know, interior defined. He's always been part of that Virgil Abloh with Ikea. I mean, yes. these are major designers that are taking their backgrounds and putting them into things that they love with furniture and design elements. And I love that because, again, I think it's all an expression of what you love and what you like. and every piece in your home is a characteristic of your personal style. So I think it's really cool.
0: Yeah, the collaborations are amazing. And then you'll even see designers like Nate Berkus, who does a whole line for Target of his interior design stuff. And so yeah, collaborating with brands, with department stores, it all intertwines. And I think the key is, like you said, whatever your style is, whatever you like, let it reflect you. There's no big rules and there's nothing to be afraid of. And we talked about that even in the art episode, like there's no big rules, like let it speak to you, let it be you, as I think is the most, you know, the best advice to give. So speaking of trends, you know, fashion can be very trendy, things go in and things go out quickly. And then, you know, then you have the classics as well. And I think that sometimes you don't, especially in fashion too, you don't have to embrace them all. Like sometimes a trend will come out And I just know it's a trend that's not going to be flattering on me. Right. So it might be great on other people, but I might tweak it a bit to make it work for me. Or it's okay to not always embrace every trend, would you say?
1: Oh, 100%. Yes. I think first and foremost, it's like your home is a fashion statement too. That's something Mm -hmm. else that I wanted to add. So if it doesn't work for you and if you don't feel comfortable wearing something on your body, you're not going to necessarily be comfortable walking into your home and seeing it every day. You're not going to like it. So it has to reflect something that you would feel comfortable putting out. And I think a lot of these trends, they come and go, but trying to maintain, and for me, when it comes to my wardrobe, I always try to maintain a basic makeup, right? I try yeah. to look at all the pieces that I normally wear, whether that's a skinny jean, whether that's a, a little black dress, or it's a shoe that I absolutely love. And then combining it with certain elements that pop, right? Those elements that make a statement. So Mm -hmm. similar with your home, if you're going to have a beautiful sofa that will work with everything and be more traditional, the way to play that up and maybe embrace some of these trends is to... Go after a more inexpensive pillow that really pops and maybe embraces the colors of the year, maybe embraces the textiles that are really trending right now so that you can see what works for you in gradual ways. I mean, if you have a client that says, I want to take on all of these different trends and then does it and doesn't like it,
0: that's the worst thing that could possibly happen, right? Oh, totally. You know, and the fundamentals are definitely key. And the thing with, you know, home, not that fashion isn't an investment, it is, but when you're buying furniture for your home, it's a really big price tag. I always design the way you just said, where the bones of the room are very classic. They're very durable. They're going to last. And then you can mix and match as you maybe change color or the kind of accent color you want to pop or a certain trend, like you said, in a pillow or an accessory. And so mixing it and having the highs and lows is really, really important. And to not also be afraid of that. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have
1: so many girlfriends that can't comprehend that what I'm wearing is actually the price tag, if that makes sense. Because it's the way that you position it. It's the way that you show it off. And sometimes I will be wearing a $30 or a $20 shirt that is a statement shirt, but I have an expensive pair of jeans on that I wear all the time. Mm -hmm. Or my leather jacket that was an investment piece that It killed me to buy it, but I was like, it's going to wear, be worn so many times. And they would never know that that piece is $20 because it's just something that I was trying to embrace a statement. It might not be in next season or considered in next season, but I wanted to try it. I wanted to go for it. And I combined it with those other high pieces that look beautiful and really work with my particular body right?
0: Yeah. And that's what I do too. Sometimes if the trend, if I think it is going to be a short-lived trend, but I like it, I might just not invest as much money of it in it rather. And it is funny you say that because I was talking to somebody not long ago and I was saying how I mix highs and lows. And I always talk to my clients about, it's okay to have on like a white gap t-shirt with your designer handbag. And that's an example of mixing a high and a low, but it's okay to be comfortable doing that. And I was saying that oftentimes the thing that I have on that was the least expensive, that was like my fun find from Marshalls or TJ Maxx is the one I get the most compliments about. It's oh, really totally. funny. And I'm not afraid to say I found it at Marshalls. In fact, I think that's a really fun thing to say, guess what? Or this was only 30 bucks and people love that. People think that's so fun to get a deal. Everybody wants to get a deal, you know. Oh,
1: totally. I mean, that's that's my whole life. I I was brought up on learning how to browse and peruse through the sales racks to find what worked for me. And people couldn't believe it. They, I'm telling you, like even in, with my apartment, mm-hmm. we spend a lot of time. And my mom, it, it is like an I will say because she has incredible taste, incredible style. She decorates so well. She sought out help too, and definitely sought out help, but she's also done it completely herself and is a huge fan of all the design shows. So I've been around that my whole life and I've been around someone too. Yeah. it's, Yeah. it's, It's something that she's always loved and she's passed on to me, but she's taught me how to shop the right way. So with my apartment in the city, we do get a lot of nice compliments about, oh my gosh, this piece or this piece. But guess what? We were on a budget, a very tight budget to decorate this apartment. I'm not, you know, we were growing together. I wasn't at the point and we're still growing together. So like you mentioned before, furniture is very expensive. So a lot of these pieces we found were definitely lows, and they look extremely high end and they look expensive. It is about taking that time it is about perusing. We've gone on many different sites. And like you said, not being ashamed of saying, yeah, this is from Marshall's, this is from TJ Maxx, this is from Home Goods, not caring about that because that's sometimes where you're going to find the best pieces that look exactly like thousands upon thousands of dollars of furniture.
0: Yeah, I think, and the important thing about it is to say that. Style doesn't equate with the highest level brand and the highest price tag. And an example of that is I was actually in a very high-end department store in our town and I needed to find a dress for an event. And I found this really cute black jersey ruched dress and it was not very expensive. It actually was very reasonably priced. It looked great on me. It was comfortable. I knew I could get more wear out of it. And I put it on in the dressing room and I was like, okay, I think this is the one and I needed some shoes. So I went to their shoe department and I was trying on some high-priced shoes with it. And the salesperson looked at me and she goes, I put them on and they, it looked really nice together. And she looked at me and she goes, now you right there, you are the definition of style. And I said, well, what do you mean? She goes, well, you're okay with the dress being like not this... Fanciest brand, a really moderate price, and then you're going to like put these awesome shoes with it. And that is confidence. Cause she said a lot of our clients come in and they would never dare to wear that dress to an event that you have on. And I was like, seriously? But it's a fantastic dress. It flatters me, whatever. She's like, I know. And that's why I'm telling you that is the definition of style. And That really is. And I didn't feel any less in that particular dress I got because of the price tag. It looked as fantastic on me, maybe even more so than the ones that were really expensive. And so that's what I really want to impart on people. People feel really afraid sometimes. And it's like a lot of things we talk about even in other episodes about buying art, about You know, decorating the house the way you want. It's about having a confidence in yourself and it's okay. Like it's okay. And I do it all the time, obviously. And I mean, she was just sort of floored because the clientele they get might have bought the dress for something else or they just would never have mixed it the way I did, I guess. I mean, I wasn't aware of what I was doing, but she sort of pointed it out to me.
1: Of course. And that's like you also mentioned before, the fun of it, right? When someone asks you, oh my gosh, where did you get this piece? It looks like it's from Paris. It looks like it's. From ABC Carpet and Home, which I happen to absolutely love. Absolutely love. But and I no, actually, this we found it on overstock. It was on sale. It was and yeah, no one can believe that. My biggest piece of advice, and when I do go shopping for myself, which believe it or not, I always put last because I'm always shopping for segments and shopping for clients first and what I need to do. I actually go to the sales section Mm -hmm. and I break down I've always put in price highest to low just to see what I'm looking with and what I'm dealing with. Or I change it up and look at prices low to high. And then I just tag things and I put them into my cart or I heart things and I put them into my cart. And for me, I get more satisfaction after getting a sale or jumping on a sale and knowing how much more discounted the product was and that I'm getting it versus paying full retail price. I don't know, maybe that's just me.
0: Yeah, no, me too. And I think the other thing is if you, for a minute, look at an item without the label, whether it's a high-end label or a low-end, right? And you just ask yourself, do I like this? It really resonates because sometimes with higher-end labels, you might look at something and say, I sometimes ask myself because it's expensive, right? And it has the label you might be attracted to for a handbag or whatever. And if you really look at it and go, okay, if this didn't say X, would I think it was that pretty? And sometimes the answer is no. And I've worked for you know high-end labels and stuff like that. But the point really is that look at it for what it is and if the style of it, if the color, if the shape. And so you know mixing highs and lows in your house, I think, is equally as important as it is in fashion. It allows you to be creative. It allows you to have some fun. It allows you to feel like you don't have to spend a million dollars on every single piece that goes in your house. It doesn't have to be a museum. It can look like a museum. Without being, you know, I mean, it can.
1: Exactly. And there are ways to change that out. I mentioned before, starting with the basics, the basics that you're going to get the most use out of, right? You know, your sofa is going to be worn and torn. You're going to be on it every single day. But if you do want to jump on some of the trends and jump on some of the colors and experiment a little bit with that. Mm Mm-hmm. Pillows, blankets, same thing with your dining room table. You know you're going to always use that table. You know you're yep. going to get a lot of use out of it. But maybe if you do want to change up the room a little bit, starting with more of a contemporary light that's a little bit different than your lighting structure. Mm-hmm. I also definitely, I mean, yeah, and colors. I know we want to get into colors too, but even dishes in your kitchen. I mean, those are inexpensive things that you can find at TJ Maxx, at Home Goods that can just Add a whole new array to your contemporary table
0: or transitional table. My accessory course has finally launched. It is here. So to grab it, you can go to my website and click on course. Or if you go to my Instagram page, click the link in bio. That's right. I'm bringing it to you because over the last several years, it has been one of the top requested things that I get asked. And it just so happens it's what I'm really passionate about and what I've always loved to do. I always felt like your home wasn't fully dressed until I brought in that last layer and I loved doing it and I love styling for my photo shoots and most of the time I bring in all the accessories and get everything styled for a photo shoot. Guess what? The client wants to keep it all. Well, I'm going to show you my secrets, my tips, my tricks. It's going to be in a really simple video course broken up into modules that are going to be easy for you to get resources, solutions, and really quick wins at an affordable price, all with direction from me. So you can have your home looking like those sitting in a magazine or how I set them up for photo shoots really easily. I'm super excited. So if you're scratching your head about what to put on your coffee table, what to put on your mantle, how to arrange it, what to put in your bookcases, you're going to want to go click that link in bio and get this course at a very affordable price. I hope to see you there. I'm an accessory junkie in fashion. I love handbags. I love accessories. And I'm okay just having, like you said, like a great pair of jeans on with a basic J. Crew t-shirt and then like a cool bag or a fun pair of shoes. And I think in your home, it's the same thing. You can really have, there's some amazing accessories like West Elm has some awesome pottery and it's very sculptural. You can find stuff at home goods. You can, there's so many places to find really fun accessories that don't break the bank and that look really interesting. And that's a great way to layer certain objects in on a bookcase, on a coffee table, on an entry hall table, and really have fun with it without spending tons of money, but have things you love. I have some things I love in my house that aren't super expensive. Totally. Same, that are some of my favorites. Same. Me too. I, I walk into my apartment and it's a little bit
1: of an oasis and I get satisfaction after knowing that we did this all on a budget. We did this all together on a budget and it was really, it was really great to feel that way. And then to know that some of these pieces could also travel with me to our next home and destination. That's really cool as well.
0: So I think the key is, you know, on your investment pieces in your wardrobe, it's just it's the same for your house. Your investment pieces are kind of your basics, your staples, your bones, the things you're going to sort of move around and live around and make those. Put your money into your sofa that's going to be used every day. Put your money into your dining room table. Put your money into those things and some durable fabrics perhaps, and then really kind of have some fun with the rest of it. I think is probably the best takeaway from the highs and lows, right? Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So let's get into color a little bit. Everybody gets like crazy when the Pantone color of the year comes out, right? And I don't get too hooked on it. I mean, I like to see it as a trend. When I see it, it doesn't mean that I'm going to take that color and only use that color in my clients' homes. Because again, it's got to work. It's got to be a color they respond to that they like. The Pantone color of the year, how does it affect fashion first, do you think? Um, And what happens with it? Well, it's like a,
1: I feel like it's the Oscars of fashion sometimes. Everyone gets so excited about yeah. the Pantone <laughs> color of the year. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. and big announcements. Mm-hmm. One of my girlfriends, she works for Marriott. They did a huge party last year. It won awards, her party in Miami, and everything was based off of the Pantone color of the year. So it was really wow. cool to see how brands were incorporating that and, and using that to design collections. But it is funny to me when every December it's like, Oh, here's a classic blue is out, guys. And this is the shade is reminiscent of the sky at dusk. Like, wow. So it's just, it's very interesting to me because if you do know color wheels and if you do see those, Mm -hmm. I mean, there are 50 shades of white that could work for you. So,
0: oh, yes. It's it's so,
1: (gasps) it's, it's very interesting to see. And unlike you, I'm not completely tailored to that. I just think it's funny when the color does come out. And I do understand that. A lot of trends that you'll see, or a lot of abuse and fabrics. A lot of designers do go towards that color of the year, that Pantone color.
0: Yeah, I mean, for me, it's like a trend. So if it works in the person's home, great. But if it doesn't, I'm not going to force it because next year's going to be another color anyway, <laughs> right? Exactly. So exactly. But people do get hooked on it. So I was just curious your take on on that. But yeah, yeah. I,
1: and I completely agree with you because you know blue doesn't work with everyone's lighting, everyone's personality. And like you said, it has to work for you. So I mean, I don't always go too overboard when pairing with color. And Mm -hmm. I like to start small with different accessories in that color. So you see how your lighting and the space works around it. So live with that accessory, purchase that and then go off of that just to see like, so you don't have to completely commit to something like you said, like a entire wall or something yes. that changes the whole landscape of the room. I would rather go starting small with, a, with an accessory, a pillow, an accent, a piece that is in that color and see if you can play off of it and if you can work with it.
0: Yeah. And as far as use of color in general, you know, in your wardrobe going bold versus staying monochromatic. There's probably a place for both. In your home, obviously, it's more of a commitment once you pick the color. So sometimes what I do is I will make the bones, as we referred to earlier, sort of the neutrals and then pop in, whether it be window treatments, pillows, accessories that layer with it. I think there's exception to the rule. If it's like a playroom or a kid's room, you can have fun you know, with more layering bolder colors and not having to have as many neutrals. But for me, it's all about balance. And would you say in your personal fashion, it is too, like, you don't want to be all in like three primary colors or you're going to be screaming down the street, you know? Correct. But, yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I love color.
1: I think color is really fun. And I go through phases too. Sometimes I like to be in all black and just roll with that. Sometimes yep. I like to just be very neutral and a little bit more, I guess, in the design world, it would be more monochromatic, right? So I would just be sort of gray tones or beige tones. and But I do enjoy embracing color. And I do like to see when there's a trend of like, I, I love a patterned wall. I think that's different. And I think it it just really can take a room up a complete notch. And I know that's trending right now where sometimes the pattern of that one wall goes up into the ceiling too.
0: Yes, I love that.
1: I think that's really cool and different and something that might be a little bigger for me to embrace because I am more of that monochromatic, transitional, that I feel like, many people are adopting right now, right? I see so many as we are house hunting around this community. I see many of those transitional homes that everyone loves, right? The subway tiles, the white, the woods, the mixed woods. And I I love that style too, but I do feel that mixing in those design elements and where your job is hard and where it comes into play with those pops of colors, with those different accent walls, is fun and and different. And that's what makes it you. And that's what I want to try with our next home and when we do get there to really incorporate.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I was actually just going to talk about pattern because pattern can be bold and wonderful and it can really define and make a space. And what I usually recommend to my clients is if they're a little afraid of it, using one of your smaller spaces like a powder room looks amazing with a bold pattern. An entry foyer looks amazing with a bold pattern. Or a bold color, or sometimes a dining room, if it's like a half wall, put a bold color or a bold pattern. And that's ways to test it. You certainly don't want to be walking through a house where it's like Willy Wonka and like your eyes are darting everywhere. So that's where the balance comes in, I think. And I think, again, not to be afraid of color, not to be afraid of pattern. I think it's using it probably in the beginning and just certain places and getting accustomed typically when you put it up people are like wow i love it and usually the tinier spaces the larger the scale the pattern the better totally. the bolder the better yeah totally and you also
1: you have to t- take in mind that whether it's a color and you have some sophisticated moldings with that too, that also makes it pop. So it depends on what the room is, like a powder room or that's something or an entryway that could just be so beautiful there and just different. I think for me too is I have seen a lot of these transitional style homes and a lot of them look the same, right? Yeah, they do. And I think they're absolutely beautiful, but it also is about having a little bit of an individual characteristic to your home and your style that people remember. I love that. I think it's something where, oh my gosh, she has great style because that just reflects, again, who you are. And it's not what everybody sees time and time again.
0: Yeah. It's important to sort of dare yourself a little. like Even taking a really bright color like a Kelly green in a lacquered paint and putting it on the ceiling of a dining room, I mean... There's so many great accent colors. And then when you use it in a lacquered type finish, it really pops in on a ceiling. It can be amazing. It's also great like in a, in a study or a mudroom that has built-in cabinetry and you do like a navy blue lacquer on everything. I mean, so it, it is just allowing yourself, I think, to dare it. And I think once you dare, most people are like, whoa, I love this.
1: Yes, definitely.
0: Definitely. Yeah, it's really cool. And I do think it is just so interesting how it does all tie together. And even though fashion can be, the trends can be a little bit quicker and in your home, you don't want to always be changing things out. It gets too time consuming and expensive. There are certainly ways to do it and there's really affordable ways to approach it and have things that are you know curated and layered and interesting, just the way you dress, right? It's the same thing.
1: Definitely. Definitely. And
0: I think what's so cool
1: now is there are so many different sites that allows you to embrace this design element, right? I feel like you can, for me, I try to take every picture or something that I like, and I try to file it away if I can, if I try to at least screenshot it on my phone. So it's in the screenshots folder. So I have it there. And then I can go back and reference that this is something I enjoy or an element of this I enjoy to combine those efforts into what the final design will be. And at least you have something to go off of. And then I also then go to certain sites and I type in Amwar, Ottoman, or whatever it might be. And I look to see what deals are on those certain sites and just keep those. I have um, my friends and girlfriends make fun of me because I always have a lot of tabs open. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Yep. And like different tabs. Yeah. Because I'm looking at a ton of different things or I will come back to those things. Yes, And uh, I will have things in my cart and they'll be sitting there for a while. But Uh, at least least you give yourself an option to look at it. And my last tip is just, Do not be afraid of going to those discount stores or going to those markets and getting involved. Some of the best pieces that we have found have been, have shocked people at what the price point was. Shocked. Because they look so expensive and they look beautiful when combined with a nice rug. Again, that wasn't a crazy price point, but that could get a little beat up on. Or mixed metals, you know, combining woods and mixed metals, something that, again, wasn't expensive, but it was an accent piece that we were able to put up on our wall that looked really, Mm -hmm. really great. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, me too. I was doing a bookcase for somebody and she loved elephants and I found this most amazing ceramic elephant. He was just really cool. And I found him at Target. I think he was $8, okay? Wow. So I bring it into the house when I'm accessorizing the bookcase. And we have lots of other stuff going in. I have various levels of things that are going in the bookcase. And I said, I found this for you. I think you're... And she was like, I love that. And she she was like, oh my God, but how much? She thought I went to like a really high-end boutique in town. And I was like, I found it at Target. And she was like, are you kidding? And so a lot of times my clients tell me too when they go into home goods or a place like Target their eye has a hard time zoning in. They just sort of see us they see like a sea of junk almost. Sure. And so sometimes they'll say to me, "I don't think I could have picked that off the shelf though." So, but just allow yourself like give yourself some time and sort of take it out of context. So like if a color or a shape is attracting you at a store like that, I say kind of pick it up, take it away from everything else around it on the shelf and like really look at it, try to pull it out of context a little bit visually and that's when you see the beauty of it, I think.
1: Definitely. Right now, my brother and his wife, they live in Michigan and they just had a new baby, which is really exciting. And Mm -hmm. we were able to get a condo out there for when my parents go to visit and spend time and maybe spend just longer periods of time. And we're currently redoing the whole condo just at a very, very tight budget. But this is a condo that was completely, was beautifully clean, very nice. like All that stuff was taken care of. But we're basically starting from scratch and really starting from scratch with some of these elements to really elevate it. So starting with the paint color and really working with each room and making it a really nice haven for when our family comes to visit. So it's very interesting to watch the evolution of it. And I've done it now a few times. I know you've done it a gazillion times because it's your job, obviously. But I like to see how a room transforms. And even these before and afters, it's so cool to watch. So, I can't wait to update you on that just to show you (laughs) the end. I can't
0: wait. I can't wait in your home search here too. And really it is about, and my philosophy is about, you can have, it doesn't matter the square footage. It doesn't matter the space. Listen, as designers, when we do these show houses, you literally get a three-sided box built out of plywood sometimes that's eight by eight. And when you see the room we make out of that, so you know, it's just about using materials, being creative and not being afraid. And most of all, I think being confident. And so I'll turn it over to you to for some last thoughts and then I'd love for you to also tell people what platforms to find you on any websites any other any contact information you want to leave them feel free.
1: Definitely. I love that you ended on confidence and having that confidence throughout because The only way that I've been able to make it through is to have confidence in what I'm doing and make sure that everyone feels good about what they're wearing and what they're projecting. So before any of my models that I'm working with and dressing go out, I actually I ask them, Do you like this? Do you feel good in this? Will you be comfortable working your stuff out on the Today Show and really coming out there? So
0: good smile. So important. Same with a house. I Same want them the to house. feel good or it's not theirs. Yep. Right. So that's what I say. So if it doesn't speak to you,
1: if you don't like it, if you don't think you could live with it, if you're uncomfortable with it, that's okay. It doesn't work for you. You can cast it to the side and and start from scratch, go from a different angle. I can't tell you how many outfits I've worked to make someone just feel good at the end of it and then know that, wow, this could really work for me. I could wear this in my everyday life and feel good. Feel good about it. So That's something that I love that you ended with. And basically, yeah, if you want to continue to follow along with all the craziness, no, (laughs) right? My Instagram at Brittany H. Levine is perfect place to go. And my neighbor and I also, my actual real life neighbor in New York, Bevan Prince. She is a master soul cycle instructor and she used to be on the show One Tree Hill back in the day. So she's fabulous. A lot of people know her. We have a podcast called Be My Neighbor, where we address a lot of the things that we talk about in our daily conversations and just in being neighborly. So it's about rejection through a lot of the stuff that we go through and being told no all the times at these certain auditions, our love lives with our partners careers, money struggles, some style elements, fitness and health techniques. So that sort of encompasses all of that and Be My Neighbor. And we're also going through a little bit of a rebrand too, to bring out what we really like best and, and working on that. So yeah, at Be My Neighbor podcast at Brittany Leach Levine, you can find me there.
0: That's great. I really enjoyed having you today. And I hope this helped our listeners feel more confident about style. And my goal is to really make you feel comfortable mixing highs and mixing lows. Go for it. Do it. Be proud of it. I'm proud of it when I do it. And as I said before, It's the less expensive stuff I wear that people comment the most about. It's just very funny. So anyway, it was great having you. And I look forward to seeing your house search and and all the fun things coming up. Thanks, Brittany. Thank you so much, Jill. And as always, you're going to want to always head over to JillCalmanInteriors.com. I've got a wonderful new freebie for you called The Room Planner. And most of the time that you're not getting your house decorated, it's because you don't have a plan in place. This helps you cover it all and get it in motion so you can accomplish your home design goals. Go grab it now. It's totally free. And my course is also still available on the website, along with so much more. I look forward to seeing you there. Thanks for listening to this episode of Welcome Home to the Suburbs. Head over to JillCalmanInteriors.com to learn more about designing a beautiful new home while minimizing the stress
1: of moving. See you back here next week.